Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, wider looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, whiter, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. Plus, it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb, so whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. Have holly jolly wait what's a thanksgiving song the only one i adam sandler okay hi everybody welcome to sophia with a ph my name is sophia franklin i really need to stop doing that welcome to sophia with an f my name is sophia franklin i am joined here by the one the only the queen the queen lola hi mom Hi. How are you? I'm so good. <laughs> Can you guys hear that sarcasm? <laughs> what? She what 10 sarcasm? out of 10 does not want to be here right now. She wanted to record this morning and I was just too tired, but... Not true. I want to be here. Uh-huh. She's lying. Uh-huh. Okay, mom. So let's give them... Actually, before you even talk, this lady has an accent. For days. In case I didn't notice <laughs> <Yeah>. already. <laughs> so I need... I'm the immigrant mother, by the way. Okay, you don't have to title... You have a name. I know, but... Paola. <laughs> that just made it even worse. People are like, we're fucking tuning out. We're not going to call her by her real name, Paola, because that's too hard for people to say. We call you Lola. Yes. Right, Mom? Right. And she does have an accent, so please bear with us. Please just give us a chance. You're, <laughs> you're going to enunciate, right, all your words. I will try. Is that good? <laughs> try. That's how I talk. That's how you try. Maybe that's where you get it from. Maybe that is. So, Mom, I'm so excited to have you here. Um, This episode is dropping on Thanksgiving. Yay! <laughs> too much. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Happy just, Thanksgiving. We're just going to give you guys a little Thanksgiving special. And we're we have gonna, a song prepared. We have a song prepared, <laughs> A, and then B, we're going to spend the whole time telling you how to prepare a turkey <laughs> for 45 minutes. Actually, Mom, what advice would you give them to prep a turkey? Just don't do it. <laughs> As you can tell, she's a real Martha Stewart, always has been. <laughs> I woke up with microwavable meals. Oh, <laughs> I'm stop, kidding. Stop. I'm kidding. Um, Mom, I'm so happy to have you here. 
this episode is not for you to make me look good. It's not. It's not. It's the complete opposite. I want you to be real, honest, tell the people what they want to hear. And let's get started. Okay, quickly. The word slew. I have been calling my listeners and myself and you and everyone I know a slew. How And you have too for how long? Forever. We've been saying the word slew since the beginning of time. Since Lucas had a brain to comprehend what, oh, what shading we were talking about. Yes. Oh, guys, Lucas is my 17-year-old brother, by the way. We're 11 years apart. There's a huge age gap. I thought we started saying slew around grandma because you didn't want to say slut around her, A, and I thought it was because your accent. Well, okay, enough with the accent. Okay, no, no. I have an accent. (laughs) (laughs) But you're saying it was because of Lucas and we didn't want him to know. Well, it was a combination. Remember when we used to carpool with the kids from the neighborhood and you and I would try to talk about something and didn't want Lucas or his friends to understand. Okay, so we would say slew. Okay, guys, so slew just runs deep here in the Franco-Franklin household. Yes, and it was Slooty McSloot, remember? Yes, (laughs) Slooty McSloot. So, okay, Mom, so let's talk about you for a hot second and then we'll fucking talk about me for the rest of the episode. <laughs> let's just talk about um, – let's give them a little bit of background as to your upbringing and then we can go into mine a little bit. My upbringing? Okay. Kind of. <laughs> I came super fucking prepared. Yeah. What do you mean by my upbringing? So what? you – Move. You were born in Argentina, Buenos Aires. Yes. And you moved here and you were 15. Yes. And that was a super hard transition. Yes, it was absolutely a difficult one. I grew up in one of the biggest cities in the world. And then I came to <laughs> Orem, Utah uh-huh. a long time ago, long, long, long time ago. Uh-huh. And there was... Not many people there. There were absolutely no minorities. Right. I um, started high school like two days after moving here. Holy shit. My English. You couldn't even speak English. Well, I could a little bit, but not, you know, I learned English in Argentina, but it's never the same. No, they they dropped you off. Pretty much. At all English speaking high school two days after you moved here. Pretty much. Yes. That just, that sounds horrifying. And it was very different. I mean, the culture shock was huge. And I, you know, I knew no one. Right. There was one other um, Girl. Latina that was in the entire high school. Shut and up. I kept trying to talk to her in Spanish, so I would chase after her. <laughs> she was like, bitch. And she was like embarrassed to speak Spanish because there was some, you know, right. racism. Uh, racism here, yeah. for sure. People yeah. just, I think, did not understand. They yeah. didn't know what, yes. what a... I mean, Latina I'll, be, was, I'll, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, in high school, like, I wasn't friends with, like, the foreign kids. Stop. I wasn't. Why? Because I did you... not raise you like that. Wow. So you were one of those girls no, that I wasn't. bullied your mother no. in high school. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> you told me the story that everyone thought you were a drug dealer. Yes. 
they did. <laughs> Why? Because you're Spanish. Well, oh, yes, that absolutely. They had never seen a Spanish person that looked like I you, guess, like me, and that had a nice car. I actually. <laughs> Had, was driving a pretty nice car, and they just immediately assumed I was w- up to something. Wasn't it? Oh, my God. First of all, that is so fucking racist, A. Hilarious, B. But it is funny to look at my mom and people thought she was a drug dealer. Although I'm sure for you at that time, it wasn't so funny. No. You were driving a nice car because it was – didn't your boyfriend, like, let you drive? Wasn't it, like, an older guy and he let you drive his car? Yes. And he, ha- was, he wasn't that much older. He was, like, three years older, but he left – for the military and left me this nice car. Okay. Didn't he fund the nice car by selling drugs? No. He was a drug dealer. He absolutely was not. He was Mormon, not a drug dealer whatsoever. I thought he was. Okay, so they just assumed you were. (laughs) They just thought I was. Okay. They were like, how does this girl have... This young Spanish girl that just fucking came out of nowhere. And I was a little hot, let's be honest, too. I'm sorry. You were a hot girl. (laughs) That's probably also a reason why... Some girls were mean to you in high school. I don't know. You were this hot little Latina, and like these guys were fetishizing you. They didn't like it, and you were probably kind of a slew. <gasps> no, I was not. I don't know where you get that from. I was. <laughs> I'm not. It's not from this side of the family. <laughs> Wait, actually, let's talk about that. So I um. This is eight episodes into this new podcast. I was part of this other podcast that was very, very, very extremely raunchy and sexual and graphic and all of those things. How did you – first of all, how did you feel about that when that show came out? And be honest. Well, I mean, I was horrified. (laughs) I mean, you know, I kept trying. I would call you – Almost after, in tears. Guys, after every single episode, my mom would be like, Sophia, you, you just didn't need to go there. You did not need to go there. And I feel the same way. You still don't need to go certain places, okay, but, but that's okay. Can we also agree that it's empowering for women to talk about sex? Absolutely. It's You're just talking about, like, the parts when I'm, like, fucking, like, choke on the dick and, like, tears coming out type of thing. Which I've calmed that down. Yes, you have. But I'm about to ramp it up. No. Not on this After episode. This- <laughs> Maybe next week. Please. <laughs> I can barely listen to it on the radio, not live. I don't want to hear yes. it. Yes. So I like to keep my head buried in the sand. Like an ostrich? Yes. yes. Just call me ostrich. <laughs> so I think that um, part of the reason, though, and we've talked about this, that I have felt so comfortable talking about sex in the middle of Mormonville, Utah, and some people are going to be like, that's a derogatory thing to say, in the middle of a state where it's predominantly conservative. Conservative. Yes. Thank mm-hmm. you. You kind of, it's kind of your fault. Oh, of course. Everything is my fault. <laughs> I know. Don't you guys always just turn it around on your parents? Um, it's not your fault, but from a young age, like, we would talk about sex. You taught sex ed. I did, yes. Okay. You kind of grew up around sex talk with me. Um, I had a job that I absolutely loved 
teaching teenagers about healthy relationships and talking about sex as well. At the YWCA? Yes. So what I would do is it was in terms of obviously giving them options, and it was a lot of it was around contraception, how to be safe, how to make sure you don't get pregnant, what options they had out there. If they did get pregnant. We also, I also worked at the home for pregnant teens and would teach parenting classes and you would hang out with all the kids of the teens. Right. You kind of grew up in that. Around that. Around that, yeah. (laughs) I had like the fake vaginas, the ones that you take to the dog, that you see at the OBGYN right? office. Yes. And I would put that in my car and we would take that along with condoms and all uh, of that fake s- babies and the right. fake pregnancy belly to uh, high schools with some of the teens I would teach along, you know, along with, with me. Right. And, um, yeah. yeah, you grew up around all of that. Okay, Absolutely. so I'm sure that that contributed to it a little bit. That you're open to talking about sex. Yeah. I think talking about sex is absolutely okay. Well, if, yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And I just think there's ways and there's uh, and <laughs> places and things that make it more okay. But I, that's, I understand, <laughs> Mom. Understand. But the views, but the clicks. The clicks, I guess. It's, it. the, clicks, it's the clicks, Mom. Yes. You don't even want to know what I'm going to call this episode. Oh, gosh. Please. Like a porn fantasy. Look. You've had a long day, your boss is annoying you, your boyfriend is accusing you of something you didn't even do, and your sibling is asking you for money. That's like an everyday thing for me. While I don't have all the answers, I do know that we have the power to change any situation we're in, in a flash, in a snap. We can turn it into a celebration And a little glass of wine is just the thing to turn your day around sometimes. But of course, you just realized you ran out of everything. Luckily for you, our friends over at DoorDash have you covered. If you're in the mood to treat yourself or just want to make sure you are always hostess with the mostess ready, DoorDash is your go-to without you having to move from your couch. And it's convenient. Do you know how heavy a handle of tequila is? How about five of them? Exactly. Plus, the alcohol selection at DoorDash is top-notch. You will find what you're looking for. Beer, wine, mixers, and even mocktails for the non-alcoholic girlies can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash. And use code SOFIA24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply, must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Apartments.com believes having a gym in your building does way more than just get you in shape. It turns your entire life around and is a great place to scope out the hot guy that lives in your building. And by guy, I mean guys. Having a gym in your building makes it 
10 times more likely that you actually end up, show up, and work out. I mean, it's five floors down or whatever it is. And you'll be saving money on a gym membership that you'll go to probably half as much. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live is easy. Apartments.com hosts more rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. Or a treadmill, for that matter. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. One time I came home and I was living at my parents' house. We both were. And I came home with a big bag, like a one of those huge like a garbage bags, bag? bigger okay. than a regular garbage pack, bag full of condoms that we picked up from Planned Parenthood. Because okay. we would take them to the high schools and and leave them for the kids to be to have available. Right. <laughs> Which is very smart, by the way. Like, at my private Catholic high school, that we did not, that we did not, we were not exposed to that shit at all. No, I know that. That's (laughs) that's another story that maybe we can talk about in a minute. Okay, but but keep keep going. My poor mom came downstairs and she's like, what is that? I said, mom, I'm changing professions. I need all the condoms I can get. Shut the fuck up. To grandma? To grandma. She laughed. She knew. I was joking, but didn't you say that I joke like that? We do in Argentina. We're very we talk about sex in joking ways, and it's wait. That is a very interesting thing because um, just in the United States in general, like we're a little bit like suppressed when it comes to talking about it, right? As compared to Europe and South American countries. Yes, I mean. Certainly in Argentina. Argentina, which is mostly European. And you know, my parents are very conservative. They're yeah. LDS. And they, but but they talk about it and they laugh and it's totally fine, right. you know? Yeah. My grandma has some jokes. She, <laughs> she does. She should come on. Absolutely. She would she do should. amazing. So, um, yeah. And let's just clarify for everybody. You would take me around to the YWCA to teach these classes I was always in tow because you were a single mom. So you, like, had to take me with you. I did. Right? Yeah, yes. You spent weekends with me. So we would have to, you know, all the staff at the home for pregnant teens. Yeah, it was a What, home. during the week you were like, bye, bitch? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> what I'm saying is during the – I worked at the YWCA home for pregnant and parenting teens for, you know, a few years mm-hmm. from the time you were about two till you were maybe four and it was a home that had to be staffed, so someone had to be there 24-7. So we would take turns taking a whole weekend, so being there from Friday night to oh, yeah. Monday I would, morning. I would sleep over there. You would sleep there. We would watch movies with the teens and their kids, and right. you would hang out. You know, Can I call them sleuths, or is that so inappropriate? <laughs> I think they're okay. They're probably older than you by now. I mean, they no. definitely are older than you. But we're uh, all sleuths. The funny thing is, is that I think that's why you're so good with people and comfortable because you grew up with people of all shapes and mm. sizes. I mean, you know. I never thought about it that way. Yes. Uh, and. Damn. The other funny thing is, I would t- try to teach you because we were so big about you know calling 
uh, body parts by their real name and you know mm-hmm. penis is a penis a vagina is a vagina and you couldn't even you were so little you could hardly talk and oh. you would, when I taught you the word vagina uh-huh. and you would say my china <laughs> you would call your <laughs> your vagina your china was so, so cute. that's cute I was like a mascot at the YWCA you were actually on the on the uh, front cover of their brochure. The brochure. Yes, I remember. You and your cousin Anto. She was on there too? Yeah, you both were. Wow. Okay. We couldn't have the, you know, the actual people, residents there because of confidentiality. And not only were you, you know, a single mom for a while, you had me when you were very young. I mean, not very young, but... 21. 21. Mm-hmm. For Utah, I wasn't that young. But, right. Uh, For me, I'm 28. Can you imagine me having a kid right now? Yes, I can. Oh, I'm my. I'm ready. Oh, my when God. When you are. Okay, I promise. When you are. I'm not like grandma. I'm not saying go have one tomorrow. Yeah. I think having a child when you're young has its pros and its cons. And I think one of the pros is that you get very close with your kids. You almost, like you and I almost grew up together in a way. That's why we're mm. so close. We grew up together in a way. That's a, that's a very interesting aspect to it that I've never really thought about. We're still growing up together. Yeah, that's <laughs> the issue. My mom still hasn't really gotten there. I think if anything, I'm growing and you're and I'm kind of younger and younger. Yeah. That's the way I want it. Yes. yes. Let's swerve. I think we I think we know enough. About your life. Yes, I think we do. I think it's you have a very interesting background and we can talk about it more. You'll definitely come back on, but let's give the people what they want. And I don't know what the fuck they want. Which is what is it? I think you know What do you guys want? I think what the people want is they want to know what it was like having a kid that was a little unruly. Okay, so was I a good kid? You Actually, here's what's really interesting, because I had heard so many horror stories and what I had seen from other people having a girl, a preteen was going to be super scary. So I was always kind of waiting for you to be bad, to be that bad girl. And you were so good. Yes, guys, she was a great kid. 13, I was waiting. Nothing happened. 14, you were fine. (laughs) Except for one incident, or was it at fifteen when we had to when I pick first you got up from seven? Yeah, seven a.m. <laughs> Do we want to talk about that? <laughs> that sounds wild. I had to pick her up. She was drunk at seven a.m. at no, fourteen. That was guys. Not. Let me give you a little bit of context. I know what happened. I was in science class. It was my first. Um, what the fuck do you call it? your first quarter? Can you please refrain from using the f word around me? Oh my me? god, mom. <laughs> doing this for over two years like you know who i am okay okay like you don't say the f word <laughs> sweetheart she got she does I don't okay oh, so it was science it was my very first class of the day um this kid that i'm not gonna call him by his name i'm gonna say his fucking first name it was cameron and he brought in this coke bottle that had whiskey and coke in it And he was passing it around the class, and he was like, oh, my God, this has 
alcohol in it. I thought you didn't know what was in it. See, <gasps> I'm... did you lie to me? Wow, I lied to the principal and me. No, I don't remember exactly if I knew what was in it. I knew it was something a little naughty. I knew it was something a little naughty, but I just like felt like seven a.m. was the perfect 15. time to get a yeah, buzz exactly, on. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yes, to get me through the day. Just with a little buzz. He hands me the Coke bottle. I take a swig. And then he was a complete idiot. And he thought it'd be funny to, like, push the bottle. So then I got drenched right. in the alcohol and Coke. Right. Coca-Cola. You drunk. Coca-Cola. You just smelled like alcohol. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was so scared because I could sense that the science teacher kind of knew something. Which, by the way, that science teacher ended up getting fired for talking to young girls on the internet. So what? I did not know Bitch, that. karma. You want to come for me and get me in trouble? So Karma um, is real. Karma is real. So... Uh, anyways, I ran away. I went and hid because I had drama next period. I went and hid behind the curtain. I definitely got in trouble. They found me, and then you had to pick me up from school. So that was the that was the. And first... your dad had the bright idea of putting you in his, the back of his motorcycle to get you home. Do you remember that? <laughs> no, he picked me up on his motorcycle. Yes, we were both there, and he drove. He had ridden his bike, and uh-huh. he said, "No, no, I'll I'll take her home to sober her up." I was like, "She's not even drunk. She just smells like alcohol." The fact that he thought being on the back of a motorcycle is what would sober me up, as if exactly. that's a thing. Okay, so that was kind of the first incident, and then but see, back to what I was saying is. I that nothing happened again after that. So when you were 15, you were great. You were 16, you were great. I kept waiting for you to have an attitude to talk back to. Okay, do, and nothing. Ha- I, at least I didn't. You're, know. you're trying to tiptoe around the fact that, like, at when a certain were- <laughs> point, I went a wall. At 17, however, I turned into a demon. All- Unraveled. Unraveled. Yes. It all turned, <laughs> took a turn for the worse, let me tell you. And that's when the Sophia, and it was never that you were bad or disrespectful to me. It's just that you like to have fun. I was a party girl through and through. My idols were Paris Hilton and Lindsay Lohan. What do you expect from me? <laughs> they were. Also, you put me in a high school, like, known for partying. I did not know, obviously, at the time. I wanted you to have options and to... Well, it's funny because they're kind of known for that, but then they're also known for being, like, the best education. And they were strict as fuck. Right. You know? Right. But... Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Live and learn. You turned out okay, though. Look at you now. <laughs> yes. The best daughter a mother could ever <laughs> dream of. Is that sarcasm? No. <laughs> Guys, I don't know what she is <laughs> implying. No. I'm serious. Okay. So, um, yeah. I'm the best daughter in the world now. And you really are, though. Really, I'm a good. I'm a great. You're my favorite daughter, my best daughter, my only daughter. (laughs) Only. Um, we're best friends for sure, and we're very close. And um, that's I do. That's like a perfect segue because today is Thanksgiving, and you said I'm the best daughter, and I like obviously grew out of it. 
to a certain extent. You I did. still dabble with my partying here and there, guys. But nowhere, nowhere near, near what it used. nowhere near what it was, obviously. And um, when the podcast first came out, you were horrified. I remember the, the old vi- poc- the, podcast. The old one. Yes. I mean, th- is this new one that much better? Maybe right now it is. I think it is. Guys, get ready for next week because my mom's going to fucking I- lose her shit. Why? Guys, I have a – I did a collaboration with this other super, super sexual raunchy podcast that you guys will hear next week. And mom – I just want to tell you right here, right now, on this microphone, plug your ears, tell your friends not to listen. Oh, gosh. Mom, it's fine, okay? It's fine. Just embrace it. I try to think of the positives that come out. And I do think it's empowering. And I do love that it's... um, I get it. You're conflicted sometimes. Even me sometimes. Sometimes I'll listen to an episode and be like, God damn, Sophia. Did that shit just come out of your mouth? But then I'm like, click, 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 click. And then it just... It goes away. (laughs) (laughs) It all goes away. Yeah. All the second guessing goes away. So it's Thanksgiving. And I remember when the show first premiered and... uh, One of my family members sat me down in front of all of my cousins, and she – everyone was super excited about the podcast because my cousins are ride-or-die bitches, and we all love each other, and we're down, okay? Mm, Absolutely. This family member sat on the couch, and she pretty much bitched me the fuck out. She looked at me and she said, it is just so disgusting what you're doing. How the fuck can you do that? Um, you are a disgrace. You are being you're de- you're making women feel degraded, which I think is so interesting that people still have this outlook that if you are a woman and even even if you don't talk. I mean, we would say crazy ass shit like. If you're not sucking your man's dick, someone else is. But do you think that's true? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My mom's not the one to ask. But anyways, she... And I do think it's kind of crazy. I agree. But the way she handled it and the way that she was not open to realizing that it was empowering in a, in a kind of roundabout wet sort of way. It's just, bitch... You're not even blood related. You can't. Why? You can't call her that. Why? Because. Oh my god, mom! This is a comedy podcast. Like I know, it's fine. But if she's gonna freak out, she can. Freak you don't out. mean it in a real bitchy sort of way. Yeah, I do. I thought she was a fucking bitch at that moment in time. But she's not. I mean, that was just. A she's moment not. In time. But like, she can have <laughs> bitchy tendencies. Is that better? Can't we all though? Hmm. <laughs> Let's rewind because high school, I was crazy as fuck, whatever. I think a lot of kids go through that in high school. A lot of them don't, though, actually, too. 
I honestly think I just didn't realize how crazy you truly were. You were so <laughs> strict. I was. That's that's also something to talk about is do you think because of how strict you were with me that that had anything to do with it? Of course. It's my fault no, again. I'm asking you. Just bring the blame <laughs> on. I'm You're ready. the reason I am the way I <laughs> yes, am. Yes, I am. Yes. No, I'm serious, mom. Do you think being super strict with me had anything to do with it or no? Who knows, Sophie? I don't know. All I can tell you is that being a parent is so hard. So it's the best thing that you can ever, that you will ever experience, but it's also very difficult. And what would work for one child may not work for the other one. Mm. You guys don't come with a book, mm, like a manual. A, how, a manual, how to raise this kid. I wish you guys did. But ultimately, I think as a parent, if you do the best that you can all the time and just you the rest i mean you have to hope for the best and the rest will do it you know will yeah i get that i think it turned out okay i turned out fucking <laughs> fabulous look you at did. me i know and sitting on the flow absolutely um so i think that uh that's just a really interesting point because I always, and I've talked to Fabi about this, which you guys know Fabi now. You've listened to my past episodes. Her mom was equally as strict with her. And we would always say that that was part of the reason that we were so wild, that we were just trying to, what what the hell is the word? Rebel. Rebel. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. But we always thought that was part of the reason. But I agree with you. I think it's like there is no manual. And the parents that like don't give a fuck about their kids or not even they don't give a fuck, but they just allow their kids more more freedom Mm -hmm. and they're more laid back. Like those kids probably, I'm sure, turn out wild sometimes too. So great, mom. You have no advice to give anyone. Any parent? No, I don't. (laughs) I don't claim to to know how all the expert. answers or be an expert. I just, you know, I do what I can, and I always actually, feel mom, like, you kind mm-hmm. of claim the opposite because you said that you wanted to, you were super super excited for the questions advice segment because that is like your forte. Oh, that's true. That's true. Actually. She is Let a hypocrite. Don't I, listen yes. to her. <laughs> we're going to get into that segment, but I just want to rewind. I'm crazy in high school. Is there any one story? Oh my that, gosh, yes. Can I please? <laughs> there's one story that sticks I forget, out to you. Yes, what? I remember this. Okay, what? Your second boyfriend in high school. Okay. I left in the morning to go snowboarding mm-hmm. 20 minutes away and in great Paola fashion or Lola fashion. Uh huh. You forgot. I something. forgot my snowboard. Mm-hmm. It Classic. was a Saturday. I'll never forget. It was I was going up for the afternoon only, and it was about twelve thirty or so. I come back home, and it's super quiet. And I walk upstairs, and <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I still to this day cannot blurt it out. Believe that you had the audacity to do this. <laughs> what? What? I go in my room, the bathtub, mm-hmm. full of bubbles, yep. candle lights all around <laughs> it. I had never even done that in my own yeah. bathroom. It was romantic. It was romantic. Uh-huh. I call you. I'm like, Sophia, what's going on? 
And it was super quiet. And I realized what had happened. You had a guest over, a little <laughs> friend over. Right. So anyway, I did not know what to do. Here again, you guys don't come with a manual. Okay, so what? So you come upstairs, you see a bathtub full of bubbles, you see candles lit. Wasn't there like lube somewhere or no? I can't remember. I probably probably blocked that part <laughs> out of my memory. But I don't you're, think But so. you're saying you couldn't find me? Like what? Did I just Well, leave? you guys had ran to your bedroom and were trying to hurry and get dressed. I'm guessing. I don't even know. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> So I call you downstairs. Respectful. Respectful children that you were. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I go downstairs and you guys, I sit you both down. Oh my God. (laughs) I remember this. You remember? Yes. And we have the talk. And here comes the sex educator out of me and I talked about protection and I asked him if he my knew how mom to... grabs a fucking banana <laughs> from the kitchen and a condom and has me and my boyfriend at the time sit there and shows us how to put a condom on a banana well I mean what do you do I just wanted to make sure okay. that you guys were safe if you were gonna do something I... not that I approved not that I was happy I was horrified but I mean you were 17 I think at the time and hey honestly <laughs> he took it rather well he t- he took it really well I was obviously mortified but the funny thing is is like that's probably the least worst thing I did in high school well that's TBH yeah okay well I don't <laughs> you don't need to know the other shit no I don't um Oh my god, that's, denial is a beautiful I, thing. I want to know for everyone listening. Can you guys please write in and tell me like the craziest shit that your parents caught you doing in high school? Because those those stories are amazing. Did your parents ever catch you doing something? No, I was perfect. Shut <laughs> up! What the apple does not fall far <gasps> from the tree. Wow! Excited about this one, guys. I'm getting in my grown woman bag. I'm entering my wifey era at full speed and no one can stop me because I've been investing in myself and in my kitchen. I used to buy the absolute cheapest cookware I could possibly find and mm -mm, mm -mm, not the move. The move is high quality thoughtfully designed, non-toxic, and incredibly cute cookware from, drumroll please, Great Jones. You are welcome. Great Jones cookware is so stunning. You will actually want to cook. It's like getting a new super cute slash hot workout set. You'll be at the gym later that day. No question. My Dutch baby from Great Jones, aka the cutest baby pink Dutch oven in the color taffy, I keep that shit on display. That is when I'm not using it. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to nonstick pans, Great Jones has it all. I got my first skillet, you guys. Like, fuck an engagement ring. I can't wait to actually make all the recipes I have saved but never touched because I was ill-equipped. But now, 
I'll let y'all know when Sleuth's giving dinner is because I am prepared. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old, rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SOFIA. That's greatjones.com, promo code SOFIA. Can you feel it, Sleuths? The days are getting warmer and spring has officially sprung, which means spring break is here. Which, for the older folk, that basically means people are going outside, they're staying outside, and they are staying out way longer. But the thing is, who wants to deal with those post-party struggles? I know I don't. I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage in my life. And that's where my spring break essential comes in, which is Taste Salute. Say goodbye to the Sunday Scaries with Taste Salute's hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Allie came to town and we had a night or two on the town and how I felt honestly come Monday morning was better than any spring break party you can imagine. And that is a rare occurrence for me and has only started happening since I've started drinking Taste Salute religiously. Because unlike those big name brands we all know, Salute knocks it out of the park with their one-of-a-kind flavors. I'm drinking one right now. And no, it's not because I plan on drinking any kind of alcohol, but just because I'm trying to get hydrated and energized, I'm obviously drinking the horchata flavor, but you got to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and they even have mocktails now. Say hello to Paloma and strawberry margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at Taysalude.com. Cheers to health this spring break season with Taysalude. Okay, my mom, guys, is a world traveler, and I'm not saying that in like a... Oh my God, honey, she's in Stad. She's in London. She's in Morocco. Oh, like, no. you've just done a lot of traveling and you would take me with you a lot. And I think that a lot of times when people, uh, well, especially when I was living in New York and they would be like, why the fuck? I have like this small town girl vibe a little bit, a tiny bit. And then I also have the exact opposite of that. And I think, A, it's because you know, you, I have, I was 
born and raised with a lot of culture because of you. Me and my our family and your dad's family and you love traveling too. Well, you... because you would take me mm-hmm. with you everywhere. I would. We've been to a lot of places and yeah. I I love to travel um, low budget sometimes too. I mean, it's that, not... okay, guys. This is the thing about my mom. She is she can go low and she can go high, and I think that that is a really amazing quality to have, actually, because we've gone really nice places and stayed in really nice resorts, hotels, whatever the fuck. And then sometimes my mom thinks it's a little bit more fun to, like, be a little rough around the edges. And get in with the locals. I love – I mean, that's really yes. my favorite thing. I don't yeah. want to go to a different country and stay in a five-star hotel. Right. She wants – you don't get to experience the culture or the people or – Yes. My mom likes to really immerse herself. And um, I think that that's – I actually agree with you. I think that can be the best way to travel. I also think that sometimes it can be scary as fuck. That's the thing. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for all the scary times. I do own up to them. There's been more than one. For people listening, always travel safe. Yes. Uh, If you want to be a little sketchy, you're bound to have a really amazing great time also. Yes. (laughs) Let's talk about one of your experiences. Which one? When you almost got shot. Ooh. Okay, so this was a girl's trip. In Turkey, Turkey, right? Turkey, Istanbul, which is honestly one of my favorite cities in the world. I really want to Highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, what's amazing about that city is that half of it is in the European continent and half is in the Asian continent. So it's mm. got... A, um, but I went with four of my best friends. It was a girl's trip, like I said, and... We had traveled. It was a long flight because, again, we traveled on a budget. It was a flight that took us, I don't know, maybe no, 24 like, hours. You guys like, weren't flying direct. Oh, no. It was no, all that's... around the world. Mm-hmm. Have you guys – I'm sorry, Mom. I have to go on a quick tangent before you finish your story. Have you guys ever gotten on that website, Skip Lagged? It's this website, and it's if you're looking for a flight and if you can't find, like, the one you want or you want a cheaper price – <laughs> this is so – I don't want to say ratchet because that's not politically correct, but it's just a little uh, – what the, what the fuck What's is the word? word? I don't even know. I it's, don't know, guys. I it just, is a website that works. So it's it really does kind work. Of, what, what it is is – sha- Someone very shady came up with oh, that yeah. website. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were brilliant. So what it is is – um, you just give them obviously your destination and sometimes you will get a ticket where the destination is really just supposed to be a layover. And so, you, stop, you stay. And you get the fuck off the plane at the layover and you bounce because yeah. you're at your destination. Do you remember what happened with your bag that one? Yeah, the only time it's sketchy <laughs> is when they force you to check in your bag. And that's happened to me before. And I started screaming at the Delta lady and I was in tears and she started screaming back at me and it was like legitimately almost a physical altercation. I was like, you don't understand. My meds are in that bag. Like I can't check I it in. From- <laughs> yeah, it was hysterical. I can picture you there with hanging on to your Yeah, because because like, guys, my eyes got to get off in, you know, fucking New York and the flight was about to go to London. And your and- bag was going to end up in London. Yeah. You were going to lose it. 
everything. That's why it's、uh, that. That's the only time it can be a little bit sketchy. Besides that, I highly recommend. But what I did end up doing is she put a tag on my bag and said, "Drop off your bag at the end of the runway." And I just fucking ripped the tag off, and I took my bag on the plane, <laughs> and I was like, "Guys, move your shit over because we are squeezing <laughs> this guy in here." So why I went on this tangent is because this skipped lag website. You could say that you want to go to Toronto, and it will come up with the craziest fucking flights for you to get there. It will be like, all right, so what you do is you're gonna stop in New York, you're gonna hit up Thailand, you're gonna circle around, <laughs> around you're gonna go to India, and then, and then you're gonna end at up in the、Toronto. end, yeah, and then you'll end up in Toronto, and, and it will save thousands of you'll、dollars. save thousands, and it's only like a forty-eight. To fifty-five fifty-five hour flight, hour flight. <laughs> like, so wild. I'm always like, who are the people that purchase that? You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are in Turkey. We're in Turkey. Very tired after our long flight, but we said, hey, let's, let's go, go to our restaurant. Let's go out. Let's get to know a little bit of our surroundings. We sit down. Five minutes later. We hear screaming and this shots. People, gunshots. Gunshots. This guy、oh、started shooting inside this small restaurant that we were at in a separate room, so we couldn't see it, but we could hear it. So we hide under the table. There was the four of us, and all of a sudden, I say, "Let's run for the door!" And we just ran out. I Holy am not、shit. joking. It was the craziest thing.、And、I just got chills. That sounds. Terrifying! Oh my gosh, it was so so scary, especially when you get to a country at night that you right, and you just got just there. get there and you don't know anyone. And anyway, what was really funny is that the next day we heard from people in the hotel that it was a domestic dispute. This guy was mad at his girlfriend, who he was looking for. Like apparently, he thought she was having an affair, and she was at this restaurant. Did、and、anyone die? No, nobody died,、oh、but、God. it was still <laughs> quite the welcome、yeah. into Istanbul. But nevertheless, that country is amazing. The people are super nice. I want to go there. <laughs> it's an isolated. Yeah, you、I'm、should.、Sure. You should be their trip advisor person. <laughs> know, you really but... sold that hard. <laughs> I love. I mean, I did say it's one of my. No, I mean,、places. crazy shit can happen anywhere. anywhere. Absolutely. That just reminds me, Mom.、Um, you growing up in a big city like Buenos Aires, you are not new to some. Scary ass shit like that. Oh no! Haven't you been robbed at gunpoint? Yes, guys. Buenos Aires, Argentina, is one of the again the most beautiful place in the world. You guys need to go. <laughs> no, it But, really is. Yeah. <laughs> no, it really wear a, a bulletproof vest. No, yeah, just kidding. Yes, but it really is、um, an amazing city.、Uh, it's corrupt as fuck. Right. Yeah, you can say that. And you told me like several stories where you were on the bus and someone would hold a gun to you and you'd have to like give them your jewelry. Yeah, they would pass a little bag around and they have、oh、one、God. guy in the front of the bus, the other one on the back, and just. And then,、uh, didn't you also tell me that? Oh, Grandpa told me this. Grandpa told me that, like, the breaking point that for you guys to move to the United States is he came home one day, Grandma and his dad were like tied up. 
and duct taped to a chair. And I was locked in the bathroom with a nanny. Oh, my God. Or with a babysitter, I guess. Right. And someone had, like, robbed you guys, like, uh-huh. took taken all of the money. Yes, asked my mom to open the safe because oh most people, I mean, the Did you think you were going to die or were you too little? I was too little. And what's so funny is I didn't even face me when I came <laughs> out of there. The thing I was most worried about is these cookies that we had just bought. <laughs> I wanted to make sure they didn't steal That's them. That's so cute. So I, I was five years old. I climbed on a draw on a set of drawers where my where they were, you know, because I couldn't quite reach. And were them. they there? They were there. And thank I was like, God. Thank God. <laughs> The cookies are here. We're that's good. Cute. Everything is okay. I mean, that's cute, but that's also like horrifying. Like yeah. that is wild shit. Yeah. So my mom, she has experienced life to the fullest, right? Would you say? No, not yet. Not- I still have my mom. That the does- best years are yet mom, to come. That doesn't mean your life is over. My mom <laughs> is about to turn fifty, and yes. she is uh. just like holding on to her 40s for dear life. I'm 50 is the new 30, Absolutely. Absolutely. I didn't mean to call you bitch on a microphone. Yeah, thanks. Sorry, I'm in podcast mode. Okay. So anyways, my mom, she's lived a lot of life. She has a lot of life to live. And you would take me traveling with you. Actually, one time I got stuck in Argentina, Buenos Aires, Argentina with you in middle school. And I had to go to school there for a few months. Yes, you did. Casual. Casual. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the girls were so obsessed with you? They loved you. Yeah, because I was like the the American American white bitch that showed up. Yeah, they not because you were white. I mean, well, but you were American and... And just they thought you were the best thing. <laughs> Remember, right. they would like hold hands and very, very affectionate. Very affectionate. People also in you know outside of the U.S. I Kids mean, not when everyone. they say hello, right? Very affectionate. Hands. Girls are constantly holding hands, right? And- yeah, they would write you all these love, love letters. Do <laughs> you remember? Yes. I remember I would go to school from fucking 5 a.m. to like 5 p.m. Yes. Shit was wild. That's how it should always be. Yeah. It should be in school I literally remember <laughs> feeling like I was there my whole life. <laughs> and I was at home for an hour. That's how oh, it felt. Yeah. Um, yeah, guys, we got stuck in Argentina because I don't know if it's because you have a common first name and last name or what it is, but someone was using your yeah, passport. I had left uh, for, I had been gone for so many years. Wasn't someone using your name they there, were like using, on Interpol? They were using my uh, equivalent of the social, my social security card. Right, and, and they were wanted on when Interpol. I went to renew my passport because I had to in I, Argentina. In Argentina they couldn't clear my passport because a man was using my D, my um, it's called a DNA number, but it's a equivalent of a social. And they were wanted by the Interpol. So even though they knew it wasn't me, particularly because it was a man, they still had to wait for the, you know, for yeah. the protocol. And- we were there for a fucking while. Yeah. So anyways, that was really fun. I'll tell you about that time. Um, but we've done a lot of traveling. And before we get into questions, advice, there is one story that I hold so dear to my fucking heart. Which one? There are so many, but um, I think one of our wildest vacations and quite possibly my favorite is when we went to Thailand with Lucas. Oh, me too. For multiple reasons. Thailand. Thailand is amazing and 
If anyone is planning on going, there is this place that you need to go to that no one advertises it. No one tells you that that's like a place you need to hit up in Thailand because when you go to Thailand, there's so many different. You go to the Buddhist temples, and you know there's so many different places to go, and. Somehow, I found out that there was this place called Monkey Hill, and you go there and you like look for monkeys. And it was just kind of a long shot because obviously I had just found this random. I believe it was an article or someone from Thailand told me or something. I don't remember, but we just decided let's just try it. Why not? I love monkeys. In fact, when I was young, my sister, who I always looked up to so much,、mm-hmm. had gone to Brazil, and she snuck a little tiny titi、oh. monkey on top of her head under her hoodie. So she kept her hoodie out the whole time. It was like <gasps> a long train ride, and brought it to Argentina. She's guys. She smuggled a monkey on top of her head into another country, and then didn't you tell me any time the monkey made a sound, she would like open her mouth? Yes, and, like, she would like ah make、yeah. a sound. <laughs> the monkey was like ah, and my aunt would literally open her mouth and pretend, it, pretend was her. it was her.、Yes. I love. She's she's one of my faves. I think at the end she gave the monkey some Benadryl to kind of <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like, she did. Like okay, well, Peta's gonna be after us, but you know what? They were young, <laughs> and this is a different time. Okay,、oh, yeah, that was so long ago. Um. Okay. Anyways, back to the story. We go to Monkey Hill. We ride one of what are they called? Tuk tuks. Tuk tuk. Yes, we、mm-hmm. ride one of those. It's this very forever.、Old... Remember, we kept going、yes. up and up and around. This... Right. This very old man and. He's taking us up this hill, which is more like a mountain, and you just spiral all the way to the top. There's no monkeys. There's no monkeys, and we're like, we're just gonna give up. Finally, he's like, no, we just gotta keep going a little bit more. So we get up there and we see some monkeys, and we're like, fuck yes. We take out the fruit that we purchased. I didn't say fuck yes, by the way. She did. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> just、kidding. we take the fruit out of the tuk tuk, and we go out and. We start feeding them the fruit, and these monkeys are down. They are down to play. They are down to come all the way up to you and eat out of your hand. They are very interactive. And all of a sudden, I have videos actually. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, my the other tray of fruit we have and my mom's purse gets swooped up by. This mother monkey, I want to say, it was huge compared to the other ones.、Huge. They were all about two feet tall. Yeah, this one was like, yes, th- th- this was a big <laughs> monkey, and she comes down. I don't know why I'm saying it's a girl. Yeah, why are you being? Yeah, it was a <laughs> it was a boy monkey, and I know it. I don't know what the fucking sex of the monkey is. That's not part of the、boy. story. It was a boy. Okay. Yes. He comes down, takes my mom's purse, takes all of the fruit we fucking brought, is gone. Goes up, up this tree.、Hill. No, up this tree. We're standing there like in shock, and then all of a sudden he just drops down the empty tray, ate all of the fruit. Drops your purse down with like your wallet and like all the shiny shit in it gone, <laughs> and um, 
That was our experience on Monkey Hill. They were vicious. I remember standing there and like a hundred monkeys out of nowhere. Yeah, I remember so we started with like two that, or three. Yeah, that's when we decided to leave is because we were standing there and all of a sudden all the monkeys started coming out of the forest. They and we do Guys, we were surrounded by like 20 monkeys and we were like, this shit is scary. It's time to go. <laughs> and Lucas, my brother, was freaking the fuck out. <gasps> I think we all were, honestly. Yeah. So anyways, monkey story. What a nice, wholesome Thanksgiving story. Yes, I like that. I think that's it, Mom. I think we should go into questions and advice. Okay. Okay? All right. Let's show these people what you do, you little expert. All right. Okay, let's Move on to questions, advice, stories, people telling me that they love me, people telling me to go die, all of the above from my listeners, my sluties, my sluty pebbles. All right, mom. Um, <laughs> let me just preface this by saying I tried to run some of the questions by my mom earlier and she was like, la, 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 I can't hear you. Mom, if any of these questions are too graphic or too vulgar or too much, just don't talk and let me just handle it. Okay, but you know what? I'm not. You're not what? Much of a prude. Well, well, I guess we'll see. Let's see. <laughs> what Let's see of? how much of a not prude you can be. Let's see how much of a sleut you can be. <laughs> Make the sluties proud. Join the sleut squad? Yes. Okay. Sleut squad or swap team? <laughs> okay. Okay, this is an amazing one for Thanksgiving and for you, Mom. Hey, <laughs> sleut. So my boyfriend of about a year has introduced me to his family a few times, but they're always pretty standoffish and rude. They never ask me questions and kind of talk shit later when he confronts them. They really love his ex who he dated for like seven years, but she ended up sleeping with his best friend. How do I handle this situation? Not your normal type of question, but I'd really love your input. Love you. Have you, in all of your relationships, the tens and thousands? Oh, Oh, wow. Your various conquests and marriages. I'm just kidding, Mom. But have you ever had a situation with a dude where the family didn't like you? Are you seriously okay? Well, me that? yes, you know the answer to that. I do know that answer, but I think that everybody loves me. Okay, Always. I did not think that's where you were going with <laughs> where that. Where did you think I was going? I thought you were talking about this particular relationship where the family, but that was different. They ended up not liking you, like down the road or something. I don't know who you're talking about. Okay. There's people I don't know. Can you give this poor girl advice instead of telling her that you've never, (laughs) I never had that problem? God. That was horrible advice. I know. Can you help her please? Um, Or this will be the last time that you talk on this microphone. Oh, no, no. Give me a chance. (laughs) Okay, mom. Okay, no. I think that if she really likes this guy, she needs to, like, figure out a way to get to know them and... You know, this is... I'm just going to cut you off because yes, I just... I I'm fucking good at what I do. You, you are. I Yes. All right. They've been dating for about a year. 
I think you can give the family a little bit more time. She said she's only met them a few more times. Give them... A few times, yeah. Yeah, yeah, excuse me, a few times. Give them five to ten times to get to know you. And if they're still being complete assholes, then I think you need to have a really, really serious conversation with your boyfriend and also evaluate what the situation is with your boyfriend. Are you going to marry this dude? Because you're marrying into the family. Exactly. And then then that shit is not fucking fun at all. Yeah. But if it's just kind of like, eh, he's my boyfriend, I'm in my 20s, whatever, then I mean, fuck them. Yeah, just have fun. Fuck them. Get <laughs> shit-faced to every family <laughs> gathering and take embarrassing Snapchats of them and post it. Exactly. Make them eat their words. Exactly what Ass- I would recommend. Yeah. <laughs> you took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next. I'm going to try to paraphrase this next question as best as I can. This girl wrote in drunk. She said, I'm writing this after a few ciders and beers. We love that. She dated her boyfriend for over five years from the age 20 to 25. In the first couple of months of dating, I caught him masturbating to Facebook pictures of my old high school enemy. And he admitted he was jerking off to this girl's pictures and would do so often. Now, let me just say I am all for guys, people watching porn, but I am not down for masturbating to Facebook while in a relationship or in general. <laughs> I agree. Or in general, in general guys. Right. Um But it happened often. I'd go to work and come home and look at his history and he had been jerking off to Instagram Facebook pictures of fully clothed women while I was at work for eight hours. His wiener would literally have scabs on it from jerking off for so long. I would always question why he'd only get off to those photos of fully clothed women, but he never had an explanation. I would send him porn videos I thought were hot, videos of myself, etc., and he would admit he wouldn't watch them and they wouldn't turn him on. Wow. Okay. To each their own. Um, Masturbating to fully clothed women or men. Not for me. Personally, I I feel like there's got to be, like, some fetish thing going on there. Like, why is he – why does he like that? I don't know. Maybe it's, you know, whatever the reason. I don't think the issue here is that he's masturbating to fully clothed women, but – I think it's a red flag if he's I, not sexually attracted to her. Not necessarily. No, I don't think that's what it is. But I think it's a red flag if he's constantly masturbating to the point where he's got scabs in his hand. Well, I right? mean, I think she might have been kind of joking. Oh, okay. I mean, maybe she wasn't. You don't think it's an issue that he won't jack off to her sending sexy videos of herself, but like wants to go masturbate to the girl wearing a turtleneck well, and jeans in a Facebook picture. Yeah, I mean it's a fetish, I guess. Girlfriend, I, I know exactly what you need to do. You need to put on a parka, <laughs> put on some fucking leggings and snow boots, and send the pictures away to this man. Exactly. Great. Easy. Oh my gosh, you are a genius. It's so fucking it's easy. So easy. Oh my god. Oh wow. No wonder I make a living off of this, you guys. Amazing. 
Amazing. That was probably the worst advice ever, but moving on. Next. I have a really embarrassing sex story. I was messing around with some guy at the time, a fuck buddy, if you will, and we had sex while I was blacked out. Typical weekend. Guys, we don't condone blacked out sex, but it's happened. I've been there. Mom, I don't know if you've been there. I've but... never been there, but Okay, hey, well, fuck, good for I'm you. No judgment here. Okay. Well, I was on the last day of my period, and I did not remember taking out my tampon before we fucked. The next morning, I was digging around in my vagina, realizing I didn't take it out the night before, and I could not find the tampon. I called a girlfriend. We went to the emergency room because she was scared I was going to have TSS, toxic shock syndrome. We were waiting in the room for a doctor to examine my fucking vaginal cavity, and I looked at my friend so embarrassed, and I was like, I hope the doctor is not a guy. Five minutes later, a hot-ass doctor comes in to fish a tampon out of me. Mortified, I was laying there, busting it wide open for this hot young doctor, just so he can tell me there's no fucking tampon inside of me, and made a comment like, quotation marks well you have a very healthy looking cervix i've never been more fucking embarrassed in my life and the biggest most embarrassing waste of a 900 dollars er visit <laughs> well did she give him his, her phone number i know that's right? what i'm saying he was flirting when he the moment he said that she healthy, had a healthy looking, looking cervix coming please. from a doctor wow that has flirting written all, all over, over it. All over I it. I think she should go back to the ER. He's into you. Absolutely. She should go back and give him a sh- uh, her phone number. Cervix compliments are a dead giveaway. Oh, yeah. Oh, Just yeah. a dead Just, giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> I love the sarcasm. Okay. Next. I really want to talk about this question. Okay. All right. Sophia. My boyfriend of 1.5 years told me some whack shit and I need your advice. We did coke the other night and we started talking about our relationship and it just went south. He said, I have wandering eyes. It has nothing to do with you. I have just been wanting to fuck other girls. Trust me, when I tell you he would never cheat, but it really hurt my self-esteem and it's been fucking with my head. Should I offer him a threesome or just walk away? Disclaimer, I'm 20 and he's 35. Thanks. Love your show. Ooh, what a great question. About. Yes. A lot to talk about. I think the age discrepancy is something to be weary of. Well, I mean, I think it depends on how old you are, but 20 to 35, I mean, it, it's quite a yeah. gap. Yeah. No, it's not so much the gap, it's that she's 20. Because, let me just tell you, me, compared to when I was 20, I'm a different human being. Absolutely. Imagine from, if you were 35, I mean, it's even, it's, you go through so much growth and change during that time period. Yeah. And dating an older guy, you have to be very mature. It can be really, it can be good if it's a really great guy, but also I think the wrong person can take advantage in a lot of ways. They have more experience. That's an interesting perspective, yeah. They have more experience. They've done mm-hmm. more things. They can really it'd be so easy if they wanted to play you that, that they could. Yeah. And it's uh, you might not even notice it. Yeah. I also, on the flip side, do think, though, that sometimes men uh, 
they're not ready to date until they're literally at least over 30. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think over 35. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the I under, I completely agree and understand what you're saying. So there's that. Number two, never have a threesome because a guy expressed to you that he has a wandering eye and you just want to do it to keep him around. Because girlfriend, you might give him that threesome and he might go off to the races and be having threesomes without you there. Well, I never have a threesome or any type of sex just to get a reaction from the other person. Right. Have you ever done a threesome, Mom? No. Okay. Never. Kate, they did coke? You know, I've had nights like that, Mom, where I've dabbled in either alcohol or something, and you end up kind of being super, like, overly honest, right? Because, like, all your inhibitions are down. Well, and I think maybe you don't even know what you're saying if you're under some kind of substances. You might just be saying whatever comes well, to that's mind without, true too. without really feeling it. So I think it's important to have a sober it. conversation. Yes, I, I think so. And, yeah. And I think also acknowledging that he's being honest could be really powerful because not everyone's going to say what they really think. And yes, being 100% honest with a partner regarding that may or may not be... See, that, see that's the, the thing. That, that's why this question is so interesting is because I agree. I think there's something very powerful for you guys to have that type of relationship where nothing is off limits and you're so honest. But at the same time, mom, you are the one that taught me this. Like some things you just keep to yourself. They don't need yes. to know every fucking thing. No, that, and they don't want to know. And every they don't want thing. to. Trust me, in one of my past relationships, the guy told me every fucking thing that came to his mind and it drove me nuts. It really drove me nuts. I felt insecure. I It wasn't good. And I, I don't mean to get like really into some crazy toxicity or, or things like that. But I think sometimes people tell you things because they want a reaction from you too. Right. If they're very unhealthy or toxic. Mm-hmm. Damn. Wow. Dr. Phil and Oprah here. <laughs> Are you Dr. I Phil or Oprah? Oprah? Thank you. <laughs> okay. This guy wrote in, a gay guy. He said, first of all, I want to thank you as a gay guy who listened to your old podcast. I find this space so much more inclusive, relatable, and mature. You talked about crying. Am I mature? Yes, you are. You talked about crying during sex and how sometimes it can come along with some big realizations. I applaud you. It's happened to me a couple times. Once led me to realize I was still in love with this man. I'm now dating him again and I won him back. But the story I look back on and laugh about now was when I tried to lose my virginity in college, dot, 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 to a girl. At that point in my life, I was still trying to convince myself I was bi. And my roommate had a girl from home visit him. Our personalities clicked and I thought she was beautiful. So I had a movie night in my room and we cuddled during it. One thing led to another and I kicked everyone else out of the room. As things are getting hot and heavy, I asked her if she wants to have sex and she said yes. So I put on a condom and I shit you not as I am making my first thrust. My wiener shrivels up and curls away like some magical force is keeping it from entering. 
After a few attempts at getting my soft peen to go in, I roll over and started crying. She asked what's wrong and I responded, I think I'm gay. She was quiet, then patted me on the shoulder and said, it's okay. The next day was when I came out to my best friends for the first time, so yes, crying during sex happens and it's normal. That night was awkward as hell, but now it's one of the funniest things that's ever happened to me. Love you, Tim. Tim, I don't know if you want to be anonymous, but you put your name at the bottom. There's lots of Tims out there. Yeah. Um, Wait, but he didn't cry during sex. He cried. Well, no, I mean, before, he, he tried to get right. it hard and it wasn't happening because he likes dick in the butt or he likes to put his dick in the butt, I'm assuming. And so, first of all, <laughs> applause because I I find that to be like a very it's funny yes but it's also just this beautiful thing that right then and there in that moment he was able to say it to this girl i am gay and this kind of situation forced him or maybe gave him the courage or maybe didn't even give him the choice and he had to say it the next day and from the sounds of that you know what he wrote in it sounds like it was one of the best decisions ever. Yeah, and I think it was her reaction was great too. She right. just was very understanding yeah. and accepting of it. And have you ever had a good old cry during sex or after? I'm sure you have before, but you just can't think of it right now. I can't think of it right now. But sex Sorry. can be okay, but sex can be emotional. I mean, sex can be beautiful. Sex can sex be beautiful and emotional. With the right person. Or with or the right with time. the wrong person. But they didn't have sex. Mom, kind of. It was sex. I guess there was some sexual. Okay, okay, let me ask. Okay, fine. You know, we're about to go on a tangent. <laughs> if your boyfriend is like, baby, um, I did have sex with this girl, but I didn't have sex with her because my dick couldn't get hard. I just tried to put my soft dick inside of her. Would you count? Would you consider that cheating? I would. You're right. Okay. okay. Thank okay. you. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Come again. <laughs> All right, guys. I think that's it. I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. Um, no, I don't want to go. <laughs> Please. You know she's going to be down here recording on her own. <laughs> like, please. Um, Mom, you know what we forgot to talk about is Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Oh, yes. How could we forget? There is so much to talk about. <laughs> I drove past Lisa Barlow the other day. She lives literally down the street from us. Why wasn't I invited to be a housewife of Salt Lake City is what I want to know. <laughs> I have a list of reasons we can talk about after this. <laughs> Um, I've seen a bunch of people that I personally know on the show, and I have been texting them and reaching out and collecting all the gossip. So I will let you guys know. And happy Thanksgiving, guys. Uh, we are not celebrating the pillaging, raping, and destroying of the Native American people. Or the murder of, what was it? My mom and I just looked at it. 46 million turkeys. 46 million turkeys a year. I'm no vegan, but goddamn. <laughs> we just got to keep it real. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I'm kidding. Um, we are using this holiday just to give thanks. Sometimes it might feel like we don't have a lot to be grateful for, but we do. What do you have to be grateful for, Mom? 
Oh, I have. I'm so grateful for so many things today. Today, especially. Today, especially. Um, My brother broke his collarbone skiing. Yes, so I was with him in the hospital, at the hospital, mm-hmm. and uh, it went really well. So I'm so thankful for both of my kids. I'm so thankful the surgery went well. I'm so thankful for family and friends. I'm thankful especially to all the doctors out there helping with COVID. One I'm, specific doctor. One specific doctor. Wink, wink. That stayed late and perform an amazing surgery Mm -hmm. on Lucas. I couldn't even tell you how thankful I am. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. I am thankful for my family being healthy and my friends and, you know, the ability to come out of a dark time and pick yourself back up, which I recently went through and I want everyone out there to know you can because sometimes the holidays can be lonely Absolutely. And I think that one of the things that's beautiful about this particular um, holiday for me, Thanksgiving, is I feel like having gratitude in your heart makes life Mm -hmm. so much better at times, especially times that you're going through a hard time or struggling with anything and absolutely thankful for for everything, really. There's so many things. We forget all the things we need to be thankful for. Yes. Gratitude. It guys, makes practicing gratitude, not even just on Thanksgiving, attracts day. more into your life. That's it, everybody. Rate and subscribe to the show, please, if you haven't already. It really, really helps me. My website is live, sophiafranklin.com. That's where you can purchase my merch, merch, merch. Something my mother has also uh, stolen from me. In fact, she's wearing it right now. Love the merch. So cute. So cute. So comfy. I really love the color scheme. I love it all. It's so actually upscale in my opinion. I agree. Mm-hmm. So we love you so much. Um, Happy Thanksgiving, Turkey Day, whatever day, Gratitude Day, and I will see you guys next week with an episode that will blow your mind in a good way or a bad way. We don't know. <laughs> Love you, Sleuths. Bye. Thank you, Sophie, for having me here. It was really fun. It was really a great to see this side of things and... I love the sleuths out there that support you and they mean the world to me as well. Right, and supported me through the tough times. You guys mean the world to me. I love you all. Oh, that touched my heart too. We love you guys. Um, I will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.